Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Two Oak Girls podcast. My name is Lauren. And I'm Kayla. And how's it going today, Kayla? Things are good. I'm excited to be recording today and I'm really interested in our topic. Me too. We actually have, for the first time in Two Oak Girls history, not that it's been that long of a history, we have our first ever guest today and we're so excited so today we're actually going to be the three woke girls and we will get into who our guest is when we start the episode but before we get into that we always talk about our favorite product this week and then a lesson or reflection of the week so kale take it away with your favorite product well i can see it's not a product but take it away with your favorite thing this week my favorite product this week is the crystal app so i think it's just called crystal the web address is like crystal nose but this is basically i thought this was super cool it's basically like a personality test kind of app deal but it's targeted towards like the marketing is targeted towards businesses so that's how i found out about it i think it was like through a linkedin ad or something so it's basically it's called crystal and this is not sponsored (laughs) and you do all these different personality tests and it creates like a profile for you and it basically says like what your strengths it's all with work so like what your strengths are in a workplace what you might struggle with in a workplace what kind of management style benefits you the best what kind of manager you might be how you communicate with others so it's really good for sales too like if you're a salesperson and you're looking to communicate with someone and make a sale, if you use Crystal like on their profile to see what kind of person they are and what they what kind of communication they respond best to, I think it's super interesting and I don't get fully how it works because you can use like the Crystal app. It's you can use it as like a Chrome extension and then you can apply it to like other people's social media profiles and it'll like extract data. And it'll give you examples of, like, how to communicate with them and, like, how to sell to them and, like, how they communicate and, like, what they struggle with and all this stuff. And I tried it on one person and it was wildly accurate. Like, really specific. So I thought it was super cool. But yeah, that's what I am enjoying this week. That is super cool because both you and I are in the midst of job hunting and all that fun, really exciting adult stuff. So I feel like that's really useful to use that kind of thing yeah these days what has your favorite product been this week mine is also not a technical product I'm keeping with the theme of last week last week I talked about a podcast that I was enjoying and this week I'm talking about another podcast that I'm enjoying this podcast is really special because it is actually a good friend of mine that I met while traveling. He has a music podcast because he's a DJ. It's called The Gladders Podcast and you can find it on Apple Music, Google Podcasts, and it was on Spotify because there was music in it. It got copyrighted and taken down, but I've been really enjoying this podcast. He is a great guy from the UK and he puts in a bunch of cool songs and really shitty jokes and it's just a really like easy soothe listening and I've been really enjoying it and it's his birthday it would have been yesterday by the time this episode is released so go subscribe to his podcast yeah definitely go check out his podcast if you like any kind of music because he does all genres and it's yeah it's really good so Kale what was your lesson or reflection of the week I've mainly been reflecting this week on just kind of I mean I think this is something 
we all know we should do, but taking the advice that you would, like, give to your friends. Mm. So, I mean, again, sorry to bore you guys, because we've been talking about how we're job hunting for, like, weeks. It's a long (laughs) and strenuous struggle. I'm really sorry. But in the example of job hunting, I would never, like, say to my friends, oh, well, like, you should do something safe, even if that's not what you want to do, or, like, anything like that. You're obviously going to encourage your friends to, like, reach for the stars and, like, uplift them. So, I've just kind of been reflecting on, like, why we don't do that for ourselves all the time kind of like encouraging myself to take my own advice a little more yeah and treat myself like I love myself like you love your friends yeah Yeah. exactly yeah I am the queen of doing that giving people advice that I wouldn't take it I'm like dump that boy Mm -hmm. don't take that job don't take shit from anyone and then I'm like oh yeah like I'll just sit here and you know like let everyone walk all over me or whatever it's fine you you know it's all good (laughs) yeah I'll take your advice honestly what have you been reflecting on this week or what is your lesson or reflection (laughs) Kayla (laughs) Kayla loves that I say lesson or reflection because it's like a you know like a little bit of both you have you reflect on it and then it becomes like a lesson kind of you know I they're interchangeable in my life all right Mine is, you know, we're just going to keep going on the job hunting situation. (laughs) You know, some things in life are a lot harder than that I imagine them to be. I always imagine coming out of university with that beautiful degree and getting a job as soon as as I wanted. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, folks, it's (laughs) not that easy. Job hunting is a lot of time. It's a big commitment, you know, writing those cover letters and resumes, looking for the perfect job. Luckily, we live somewhere where there are people that are hiring. Like, we have a pretty good job market, but it's still, you know, it's still not the best time. Like, there's a lot of competition out there. I look on LinkedIn, see how many people are applying for jobs, and there's, like, hundreds of applications for certain companies. And I'm like, I... Especially because of COVID and everything. Yeah, people were laid off from their jobs or, or like, obviously a lot of people just graduated as well. Like, we're in June. People graduated in April. So, yeah, so there's a lot of competition out there. And I was just reflecting on, you know, some things in life, they're just a lot harder than, than I anticipated. And I guess that's just adulthood for you, honestly. Yeah. And not a fan of it. But also some things are easier than you anticipated. You're not wrong about that. That is true. So. It all works out in the end. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> so that wraps up everything we wanted to talk about in the intro in regards to our lesson reflections and our favorite products this week. So this week's topic is going to be about conspiracy theories and synesthesia. And we do have a special guest this week. So let's go get on into the episode. All right. So like we said in the intro, we have a special guest here today. We have... Abby Madam. Hi guys. Thanks so much for having me on the show. I'm so honored to be your first guest. I'm so excited that you're on the show. We have talked about Abby a few times in the podcast and we thought what better time to have Abby on than when we're talking about the good old conspiracy theories, our favorite topic, truly. (laughs) Abby's like an expert, we thought. So we thought we'd better bring her on. Yeah, definitely. So I have been friends with Lauren and Kayla for many, many years now. We've known each other since grade eight. So I think like 10 or 11 years. But I... I feel like we only really became friends. Well, Kayla, for sure, we became friends in grade nine. And yeah. 
I remember like every lunch we would hang out together and we would walk around the field outside and just like talk and then I did have we Lauren and I did have math and English together in grade nine and I very vividly remember those those are the only two classes I remember from that year we didn't really hang out until like grade 11 maybe yeah probably and then we've all been inseparable since truly truly we have yeah and we have a pretty big group of girlfriends Mm -hmm. mostly from high school yeah I I feel like we went the other way most people kind of like go their separate ways after high school but I feel like our friend our friend group got closer as Mm -hmm. as we get older we just like keep getting closer which is like so fun and so cool I love it (laughs) it's truly the best yeah these are the friends that we've bragged about in our meaningful friendships and relationships (laughs) uh, episode so yeah we're gonna be talking about conspiracy theories and Abby's specialty, which is synesthesia, which is really hard <laughs> to say. Okay, try saying that five times fast, please. So why don't we get into synesthesia a little bit Okay. about what that is? Because yeah. I, I think a lot of people probably don't know what that is. Like, yeah. I never knew what it was until you told me yeah. about it. So if you want to give, like, a little rundown what it is. Sure. Okay, so I first heard about synesthesia in maybe my fourth year of university so how long ago was that like two or three years ago I can't remember exactly how I found out about it but I think it was a YouTube video or something where they mentioned it and I just thought it was the coolest thing I had ever heard and I went down a rabbit hole of research (laughs) and learning about it and like asking so many people about it So basically what it is, is the synesthesia is when your senses or certain senses are crossed over with other senses. And it could be for any combination of your senses. So some of them are, this is the most common one, when people see letters or numbers or even certain words they see colors or when they think about those letters or even like um yeah the numbers they see colors so like if i said the number like one you might think of blue yeah oh my god i thought of blue when you said one yeah i have synesthesia for (laughs) sure (laughs) or okay if i can we do a test yeah i'm gonna say a letter and you guys i'm gonna count down from three and you guys say the color that you think of okay okay and i have a theory behind this so let's see if it's true um, are we gonna say it like on one like you're gonna go yeah three, i'll two, say one, the okay. letter and then three two one and then you say the okay 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 the letter is b three two one orange Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so that doesn't match with my theory so i'm not a scientist okay i'm gonna do another one okay okay the letter A. Three, two, one. Red. Yellow. Oh, okay. I would think red. Yeah. And, really? And for B, I think blue. Yeah, I, I didn't have like a definitive answer for B, honestly. Yeah. So I just, what did I say? Orange? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it wasn't, I think because it was Mine, the I second. I was definitive on both of those. Huh. Really? Yeah. And, okay, let's just do one more. Okay. The letter C. Three, two, one. Green. green. Oh! Okay, yeah. <laughs> I think green for C2. Okay, yeah. But 
I mean, obviously we're not, I think it's, we're, I think the word is synesthetes for people who have synesthesia. Oh, that's cute. Um, yeah. So I, like, I don't think we're synesthetes in that sense. Maybe in another sense, we might find out during this episode, but okay. So my theory was that for the alphabet, when we learn it in kindergarten or back in preschool, usually the letters have colors on them so that's what i was thinking yeah so what i when i think of a it's red to me because i think on in kindergarten they probably make a red because a is for apple and apple is red and it's the first color of the rainbow yeah and then b is blue because blue starts with b and then c i guess green because it's like yeah. <laughs> just cause just it an, is. Just another fun. color. Yeah. yeah. Cucumber is green. <laughs> there so we go. Why, yeah. We're all thinking of cucumbers when we see the word C for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so that's more just us being, I think, being trained to see it that way. That's just how we learned it. Whereas synesthesia is an automatic neural response in your brain that you can't help. So some other types of synesthesia is when people hear certain words or names they hear sounds they might see colors or they might get a certain taste in their mouth so i yeah so i know someone who or i know of someone who i can't remember what the word was but when they heard it i think it was a name they tasted burnt toast so it was so specific but it and it's just that name and then different names have different tastes associated with them another type and this type is really popular or common with musicians and uh artists like painters you see colors when you hear music so either like specific notes will have specific colors or specific instruments might have its own color so someone who a famous artist that does have it is Pharrell. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, apparently Billie Eilish also has. She, I know she has synesthesia. I don't know if it's this one exactly or if it's a different one. And people with this tend to have perfect pitch, which makes sense why a lot of musicians have it. Oh, that's so crazy. That's genuinely crazy for me to think of. Like, that's so hard to imagine. If you don't have that, yeah. it's so hard to imagine what that would be like to actually have it. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. Sorry, Carrie. No, yeah. So actually I was listening to a podcast about it and they had a lady on that episode who was a synesthete and she had this where when she hears certain words, she hears music and she was a really good pianist. And um, so something that they did, they do this on the podcast to like test the sound so they don't play it on their episode it's just behind the scenes but they played it in this episode because the question they ask is what did what do you have for breakfast just so they can test the volume and when the people were describing what they had for breakfast she would play what she heard so when what yeah so when someone said granola she played 
a little tune and she was like oh it's because granola is crunchy and this sounds crunchy to me and then someone said like blueberries with something and she said she associates the color blue with the chord g major so she played her tune in g major and and she did that for all of them wow yeah and someone said scrambled eggs so she was like oh to me that's really happy so I hear like happy music yeah so it was it was cool so there's another type called spatial sequence and number form and they're kind of similar so this is where you create visualizations either you can see it in front of you like project it in front of you or it's just like in your mind's eye but this happens with numbers so that's the number form one or most commonly with like months of the year and days of the week so the number one you might see it mapped out in your mind in a certain way and it's always the same way for all of these everything is always the same so like with the music one for um, a certain note that same note you would always see the same color it doesn't change so do people like maybe this is a dumb question but do people who have synesthesia like if they heard whatever like if g major was like mm-hmm. blue or yeah. whatever it was is that specific to them or yeah every, okay so everybody who has synesthesia they have like different associations yeah. so like one could be pink for someone and the yeah. color the number one could be like blue for someone else yeah Okay. It's, I don't I think it's almost never the same between two people. Oh, okay. They just associate it differently. Yeah, so the number one might be just mapped differently or mapped in a certain way in your mind. So maybe numbers one to seven is in a straight line, but then seven to fifteen is kind of looks like stairs. And then after that it kind of goes into a loop. And so if someone were to say uh, 14, the number 14, you would be able to pinpoint immediately where that is in your map. It just happens automatically. I remember you asking me about that. Like, yeah. I think you were asking, like, when you think of this number. Yeah. Like, is there a certain place that it is in your yeah. head, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think you said no, right? I don't think so. Okay. Like, I could answer it. Like, if I picture it right now, then yeah. Yeah. But I think it would change. Yeah. I don't think it's consistent. Yeah. Yeah. And you, Lauren? I don't know when you like ask say a number like I don't I I think I yeah. just it doesn't come up in a certain no way. yeah no yeah and then the spatial sequence one is to do with things like months or days of the week so for me when I think of months in my mind I see the months around me in a circle and I the months are they basically look like how Uh, those calendars on the walls look like it's a rectangle I can see like the squares where the dates are supposed to be and like I guess the way I would describe it is like January and July are kind of like anchor points so if I were to look at or if someone were to mention October and I don't know why this happens but if someone were to mention oh back in October in my mind I would jump to October, but I would be looking at it from January. Like, I would kind of be looking at it from the side. Oh. 
And if I don't, Abby and I talked about this one time, if we don't know what mm. <laughs> they look like, if someone's like telling a story like, oh, I just went on a date with this guy and his name is this, blah, blah, blah. And then you like imagine what he looks like. Yeah. So you just like kind of make it up like out of maybe what they've told you about them or like just what you think their type is or something yeah. like that. But your friend had... The cra- this is the craziest one I heard what, about the, the letters. The initial? Yeah. Yeah, okay, I was just going to mention that. My friend, when I asked her about this, like, if she has any of these types at all, and she was like, mm, not really. And then she was like, actually, when I think about people, I think of their face, but she sees their... the initial their the first letter of their name kind of like imprinted or like morphed into their face and so when she um like not in a creepy or scary way but really (laughs) no not in a scary way but she just sees their initial on their face and to her she said it just like fits their face so when she sees someone and finds out their name is Jane she in her mind would be like oh that makes sense because the J fits perfectly onto her face that's so crazy which is really crazy that was like one of the first examples of like I guess synesthesia that you ever told me and I was like what like I don't understand (laughs) well like I understand but it's just so crazy to me I just think and it's weird that people just have their own way of thinking of things Yeah. yeah like we all grow up learning generally the same things like the alphabet and letters and months and weeks but we come up with our own way of either remembering it or thinking about it or perceiving it and it just kind of blows my mind yeah that's that is bizarre when you think about it yeah and I feel like we've talked about this before but there's probably so many people who have Mm -hmm. it and don't realize like for example like seeing colors I think this must have been a video that I watched but this guy was in a psychology class and the professor was teaching about synesthesia and talked about the one where you when you hear music you see colors and he thought to himself well every doesn't that happen to everyone like that's been happening to me my whole life and he like people were asking him like oh how could you think that was normal and he's like well I never thought to like bring it up because I thought everyone saw that yeah and that was when he found out (laughs) he was a synesthete that's like the same that reminds me of i always think like how do we know like what you think is purple (gasps) and what i think is purple could be two completely different colors and our eyes just see them differently Mm -hmm. or like what everyone thinks is that color like to me that's blue and you could also call it blue but it actually to me that would be like yellow do you know what yes, I mean? Yes I know exactly like the colors are completely different but we see them differently and call them the same yeah. thing. Yeah I, I used to think about that all the time. <laughs> I mean I guess like an optometrist would say no that's not the way it works but how do you know? But how do you know? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you never really know and there's a lot of confusing parts yeah. of life and maybe that's because we're in a simulation. <laughs> Anything else you want to add into the Um, synesthesia topic? It's not synesthesia, and I guess it's, I wouldn't even classify it as like the opposite of synesthesia, but it's aphantasia. 
So yeah. some people can't see mental images at all. So if I said, right now, imagine a beach at sunset, what would you think about? Would you, th- would you be able to see mm-hmm. the colors? Would you be able to see the waves? Which I think most people can, but there are some people who can't see anything at all or who at least don't see it very vividly like maybe there's no color or it's very faint but some people really just don't see anything at all and typically the people who can't see anything don't know that other people can see mental images and the people who can see mental images don't realize that some people can't see mental images so the other each group doesn't know about the other group unless you're told about it Mm -hmm. yeah so that's aphantasia where you can't see anything in your mind do you know anyone who has that yes oh really so the same you always know because abby goes around and asks all these people like hey can you see colors when you hear music this is like abby's like pickup line at the bar she's like hey How's it, what do you see when you think of them, or what color do you see when you think of January? Yeah. Can you, okay, when we can start going back to bars, yeah. like, this is, like, gonna be your new pickup line, this is or... This my party trick. This is your party trick. people this. <laughs> so the same video that you sent me, my friend also sent me the same one, and she sent it in all caps, and she said, can you see mental images? <laughs> and I, I said, yeah, I can. Um, I think most people can. And she said, okay, well, I only sent this video to one other person, her good friend, and she said she can't see mental images. And I I kind of sent it to her, like my friend sent it to her as a, a joke, just kind of to say like, oh my gosh, can you believe this? And then found out that her friend can't see mental images and she was shocked and like asking questions. So what her friend said was if she, she wouldn't, she can't even think of like my our friend's face in her mind. She would be able to give you descriptors, but she can't see. Like she can't visualize. She can't. It. Yeah. Or if she saw a bank robbery happen, she wouldn't be able to picture like the robber's face in her mind. But she would be able to like give descriptors to, like from what to her the mind police or something. Yeah. Like brown eyes, brown hair. You know. But she wouldn't be able to see that person in. So it'd probably her mind. Be, that's really cool, and it probably that makes you think of like how people think in different ways. Yeah. Because if you think about it in the instance of like a bank robbery, she was probably like not that she actually went through that, but she would probably <laughs> be trying to like you'd be remembering, you'd be making mental notes of like okay, they have mm-hmm. brown hair, and that's what you would remember is yourself telling you that like your brain telling you that yeah and you can't remember it because you're actually visualizing it and yeah. seeing it yeah so does she not daydream about anything and does she have dreams um yeah my friend did ask her that and she said yes she does have okay. dreams but she doesn't like does anyone else just like daydream about like certain scenarios yeah. and you're like this is how it's maybe it's just me <laughs> thinking about being like on a beach and like yeah i guess she can't and she can't do that. <laughs> that makes me really sad for her. Yeah, but I, she but she doesn't know any different. She yeah, so. she doesn't know any different. Wow. She just found out. Maybe poor it's girl. sad for her now. Oh my god, poor girl. Yeah. That that is that's she interesting. And then on that note, there are also people who don't have internal monologues, so they can't hear a voice in their head. 
So, like, when you read something, you can hear the words being read out aloud in your head. There are people who can't hear that. And so Mm. they would either have to, like, read it out loud or they would have to... Or they, like, memorize what the words look like and they just know what it means. Are you trying to think... Like, I'm trying to think if I have that. I think I do have an internal monologue, but I can't think of, like, what the voice sounds like. It sounds like your voice. voice. Except when I spent too much time with people from the UK, I started thinking in a British (laughs) accent. But besides that, yeah, like, it's in my voice. I never hear my own voice in my head. I don't think it's... Yeah, I don't think it's my voice, but it is a voice. Or... Like, when you're thinking to yourself, you have thoughts in your head. That is also an internal monologue. Some people just don't have So they just don't think? That. Yeah, they they do it in different ways. So they'll either see, like, imagery or... Imagine having both. That would suck. No inner monologue and no... Oh, this person <laughs> would be stress-free yeah. and no anxiety, <laughs> yeah. no overthinking anything. It would yeah. just be, like, the best time ever. Yeah, so they can't think to themselves, so they see either in imagery or other concepts or they like will just feel the emotions or they make up for it in different ways is your internal monologue abby like your own voice or what is yours i don't think it's my own voice but it is a voice (laughs) i think okay i think when i'm thinking my own thoughts it's my voice like if somebody annoys me i'm like oh that's my voice because it's what I'm thinking. Right. But if I'm like reading a book, it's someone else's voice. Okay, maybe me too. And then yeah. also sometimes I replay th- certain things people say or if I'm like having a conversation with my with like p- pre-planning a conversation that I love to do, um I'll like <laughs> be thinking of what Abby would say in Abby's voice in right. my yeah. head. I'll do that yeah. too. Because I know the sound of like people in my life their voices so right. it'll be like a fake conversation in my head that abby's not actually saying these things yeah and just, but you can hear my voice yeah yeah same for me okay that's probably the most normal yeah yeah well what is normal i don't know <laughs> who knows yeah should we get into the the Conspiracy. conspiracies yeah. we'll start it off with the simulation this is lauren's favorite <laughs> and my least favorite. <laughs> this is my yeah this is my favorite it's very uh prominent in my world right now only because i've just been like thinking about it a lot and talking about it a lot and this is the only conspiracy theory that I've brought to the table this (laughs) evening during our recording so I feel like this might be a good one to start off on because with conspiracy theories to me just doesn't make sense like I love conspiracy theories but they don't make sense so that's why I've resulted in thinking that we're living in a simulation because Mm. what how else are all these things happening it just doesn't make sense so my suspicions began at a young age I was about five years old and in kindergarten, you're typically playing. Yeah, actually, maybe I'm I never. Five years up. old. Yeah, I was. Me out the whole thing. Maybe six, about five. And five year olds, you know, they're with it. They like <laughs> have some kind of. They know stuff, you know. I agree. So I remember being in the car, and I remember looking up at the clouds and thinking, "Huh, 
seems a little odd to me. Uh, I think we're being controlled by someone or something. So in elementary school or like in kindergarten, typically, you're playing with like toy cars, like driving around like little fake towns and stuff. So I had been doing that in kindergarten and I was like, I wonder if we're just the bigger version of that. And then someone above is like controlling us. Um, and like moving our cars around and like and then when we go to bed at night it's because they're going to bed at night and they put a blanket over top and that's why it's dark out so my suspicions began at an early age that we are being controlled that this is a simulation that shit just doesn't add up to me okay five just looking at the world around her like Seems yeah, that's literally, I was like, mm, seems fake, I don't know, seems a little wonky to me. Something's not adding up, that's for sure. So over the years, you know, I started getting into conspiracy theories and the glitch in the matrix, which is like a Reddit thread. There's so many things that happen that just don't make sense to me. And so that's the only conclusion I have. Like, I don't, I've said this a few times, but I am very confused at the concept of time. Like, how we all, <laughs> Abby looks spooked. I'm so confused <laughs> at the concept of time. How you can be like, oh, I feel like that was yesterday when it was like two years ago. Or like, that feels like two years ago when it was yesterday. That kind of thing. Or how fast time goes. Or sometimes when people are like, oh, this week went by really fast and everyone feels like it went by really fast. Or this week went by slow. Everyone feels that way. I just don't understand that. So could be a simulation that like time's not actually going at the pace that we think it is. And then also that the fact that if you believe in manifestation and the law of attraction, if how are we able to manifest our desires? If we want something, how are we able to obtain that? I just think the simulation is listening to your thoughts or like the people running it are listening to your thoughts and they're like, yeah, she wants that car. Where if she thinks about it enough, we'll give it to her kind of thing. Obviously, there's more to manifestation than just that. <laughs> so recently, I started listening to some podcasts and then I started telling people in my life about it and then they started sending me videos and then uh, so I've watched a video the other day about Elon Musk. He said that uh, this is probably a simulation. There's a one in billion chance that we're not living in some kind of simulation, that this is actually base reality. So it's a one in billion chance. And based on what? We yeah, believe everything. Just... <laughs> we believe everything Elon says, truly. <laughs> then uh, someone sent me a video of Neil deGrasse Tyson basically debunking it. I don't believe that, though. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, this man has a PhD in, like, astrophysicist. Yeah. yeah. So he probably knows better than Elon Musk. Please don't come for me, Elon Musk. But um, I am just going to continue believing this theory. And then my final thoughts on the simulation theory. This isn't... I guess this is kind of goes along with the simulation, but this is where my theory started. So I'll use myself as an example. I've already explained this to both of you and other people and they're like, whoa, what? So what if the world is only operating for myself? I don't know when Abby goes home at the end of the day, I don't know what's going on. I don't know, like she comes to me and tells me things about that's going on in her life, but this could be a narrative that's created just so like I'm not suspicious like why Abby never has like Abby goes home and then like that's it like she power down she, <laughs> she takes her batteries out and puts them on the charging yeah, station like, trigger warning if you are like me and you get nightmares easily literally every time Lauren tells me about this I go home and have nightmares like it 
freaks me out so bad because I'm just imagining like Abby going home. Like she leaves and it's like, okay, bye guys. And as soon as she's out of your sight, it's just like, just stops and it's just like staring into the abyss, like a soulless shell. Oh, it just freaks me out. I just think what you can't see might not exist. So uh, I was listening to a podcast about the simulation theory. When you see a wall, you just see the wall. You don't see the inside contents of the wall until you take a hammer to it and pull it down. So you don't know what's in there. So I think the computer simulation just creates that once you like knock down the wall. Even what's outside this room doesn't exist because that would just add more things to the simulation that they have to create. And then everything in the world operates around me apparently. (laughs) Not apparently, this is just a theory I've thought up (laughs) that everyone in my life yeah, like they just have a narrative created for them by the simulation. Kayla looks so uncomfortable. I I'm hate it. almost done. I hate it. So I don't I don't know like if that's true cuz I don't I can't go inside Abby and Kayla's minds. Like I don't know what I like what I said. I can't see what they do at the end of the day in le- and only what I see the computer generates for me basically. So if you're confused about any of the, anything that I just said, let me know. I can for sure clarify it for you guys. Um, I love to talk about it. It's my favorite. It's um, really no bother. It's, yeah, it's my party trick is um, making people uncomfortable by talking about simulations. We're so fun to party with. Oh, we're the best. I mean. Synesthesia, simulation theory. Quarantine has really ruined us. I mean, yeah, we, we really had to come up with new party tricks that weren't you know going on the dance floor at parties and not that we're going to parties or anything because social distancing but but yeah that's that's kind of my favorite theory right now I'm I'm really in the depths of it like trying to figure shit out it's very complex honestly there's a lot of scientists who are for this agreement that the simulation that we are in a simulation that's all I have to say ladies (laughs) thanks for having me thanks for coming to my TED talk everyone about about the simulation Let me know what your theories are on it. Please slide into my DMs. I love talking about it. Okay. Kayla's like, I'm cutting this off. That's enough. No more simulation talk. Um, (laughs) Okay, let's get into some like lighter topics of other conspiracy theories. I was about to say I enjoyed that. The one I'm talking about is actually, it could be tied in because it's a little bit like the glitch in the matrix. Okay, so. The Mandela effect. I think this is one of the most like common conspiracy theories that everyone would know about. In case you don't know, the Mandela effect is like the false memory phenomenon where it's basically like a really large group of people remember something in the world being a certain way that's like incorrect. Can I just pipe in? Yeah, for sure. The reason why people believe this is because there was an update on the computer and (laughs) (laughs) there was an update in the computer and basically a lot of us got left out of it. That's so, you know, the simulation got updated. Okay, I'm done with the simulation, but Um, just thought you all should know that. So it's called the Mandela Effect because it's named after Nelson Mandela, which is one of the most like famous examples of it. So basically like a lot of people remember Nelson Mandela dying in prison in the 1980s. But then in actual fact, he was released from prison in 1990 and he didn't pass away until 2013. A lot of people in the world, like when they heard that, they're like, uh, I could have sworn that I heard about Nelson Mandela like dying in prison. So I have some other examples and I'm going to go through it and you guys tell me which one you think is accurate. Okay. If that makes sense. 
Okay, so do you think that Looney Tunes, do you think the tunes is spelled with two O's or like T-U-N-E-S, like the way it's, the way it's actually spelled? I'm pretty sure it was O-O-N-S. I think it's, oh, I'm trying to picture it in my head. I can picture it really clearly. It has like that bullseye and it says Looney Tunes. Right. Oh, yeah. I think it just says U-N-E-S. Okay, U-N-E-S is the real one. A bunch of people say that it was spelled like with two O's. And then so did I get updated, or did you get updated? So you got updated. Well, yeah, I got, left I got left behind, but I think that's because I'm on to the simulation. <laughs> but also, I think I might think that because it's like L, like L- the loony L- is like O-O as well. Right. So I think that maybe I also got updated. Not too sure yet. Another one is sex in the city or sex and the city. I know, I know that I used to think it was sex in the city. Me too. And you saw I found out later changed. on that it was sex in the city. I think everybody remembers it as sex in the city. Yeah. I don't know if that one could be, like, debunked to, like, just they say it so quickly that you wouldn't. But even, like, seeing it, I, like, written, I yeah. feel like I saw it as sex in the city. Me too. And I'm a big fan of that show, and <laughs> I was quite confused by that one. In Forrest Gump, does he say, have you guys seen Forrest Gump? Yeah. No. No. <gasps> Okay, Okay, I haven't seen, like, any movies Uh, ever. I'm asking Abby only. Does he say, life is like a box of chocolates? Or does he say, life was like a box of chocolates? Life Life is. is. It's it's life was. Was? Why would he say was? Exactly. Does he die? No. He's alive. And he says, life was like a box of chocolates. That's the actual line. What? I know. Nah, you're lying. No, I'm not (laughs) I'm just kidding. That was the actual line. Like, this is a perfect example of the Mandela effect, is that every, like, everybody remembers it being, life is like a box of chocolates. It's a freaking famous thing. Yeah. And that's not the actual line. Same deal with, like, in Snow White. You, like, when the oh, evil queen says, mirror, mirror on the wall. Like, yeah. who's the fairest of them all? The actual line is magic mirror on the wall. Yeah, I was shook. That's not true. Like, it's simply not true. That's not the movie I watched. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Berenstain, Berenstain Bears versus Berenstain Bears. Yeah. Like, the E versus the A. Yeah. That's another common one. That one for sure is just, it absolutely was E-I. Yeah. I know for sure it was Berenstain Bears. I know it was spelled that way because at my daycare we had so many of those books and I used to read them all the time. And I remember thinking that it was, like, Frankenstein. Yeah. That's what I compared it to because I was looking at, like, the spellings and stuff. Yeah, even my mom, who wasn't a kid during that time, I'm pretty sure remembers it as E-I-N, not A-I-N. When I found that out, that was the first Mandela effect I had ever found out. And I was like, so my thoughts as a five-year-old are true. We are living (laughs) in a simulation. Like, it just, that just doesn't make sense. Like, yeah, no. and then, like, the Star Wars line where he says, Luke, I am your father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he never even said Luke. It's just, I am your father. Like, these widely yeah. quoted yeah. things where everyone remembers it that way. Okay, also, I was looking on, not to just rant about this now, but I was looking on Reddit about this thread on the Mandela Effect, and these are some ones I've never heard before, Ooh. but I was reading them, and I'm like, ah, uh, that's actually true for me. So I'll see if you guys feel the same. Oh, I'm scared. <laughs> just, no, they're just random. They're not creepy. One person said the sun was yellow and larger than it is now, like twice as big. 
when we were kids. Mm. I could swear the sun was like way, way, way bigger than it is now. We live in Vancouver, so I don't even know what the sun looks like. But <laughs> no, I don't know. Really? Maybe because you were smaller when you were a kid? Maybe, but that doesn't change how it looks in the sky. I remember it taking up so much more in the sky when it was at like its, the highest point. I don't remember thinking about the sun like that. Really? But I have a couple specific memories. I feel like like when I would draw pictures, I would draw the sun right. really, really big. And maybe that's what people, like that's why people think that when they were younger they thought the sun was really big yeah maybe okay debunked another (laughs) one judge judy has a gavel and uses it a lot yeah Yeah. she doesn't have one then what does she use nothing Nothing. she never she doesn't have a gavel and she's i can literally picture her with me too a gavel in front of her and like the thing me too me too what the Apparently, she doesn't have one. And her going knock-knock. Maybe we'll have to fact-check it, because I don't watch Judge Judy now, but apparently she doesn't have one. Huh. In Scooby-Doo, this is something I used to watch a lot, Shaggy has an Adam's apple that was, like, really apparent in the cartoon. He doesn't have one. Like, it's just a neck. Okay, that's weird, because I really can picture him with... That's the only way I can picture him. Right, because, like, that lumpy thing. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That lumpy thing. (laughs) Like, in the cartoon. Yeah. And the car that JFK was assassinated in, they remember it as having, like, four seats, like, two rows, the convertible. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, duh. And then I looked it up, and it was a bizarre, like, three-row convertible with six people in the vehicle. So was two he people in the third in each row? row? Yeah, he was in the third row. And then I was trying to scroll through and see if there was a bunch of images where it was, like, cropped, and maybe that was what I saw. Yeah. I didn't see any that were cropped. In every photo, you can clearly see three rows of convertible. And I'm like, that's weird, because I think I would have noticed that. Because what's a three-row convertible? I've never seen that in my life. That's so weird, because I thought the first bullet that hit him also hit the driver. I think it was the driver, or the person in the passenger seat of the driver, which would be crazy if there was if he was Three in the rows. third row. He was in the third row. And I'm like fairly sure that that did happen, unless maybe it was the person in the second row that hit. But I don't remember seeing that many people in the car. And then the last one in the Reddit thread that I also always thought was true up until now is Chick-fil-A, even though we don't have that here. I remember always seeing it, and I thought it was C-H-I-C dash F-I-L-F-A. It has a K in it, like Chick. Yeah. I don't believe that there's a K in it. I don't remember it being, like, the full word either. Yeah. So anyway, that's just some weird things about the Mandela effect that I feel like aren't accurate. Another one is a song by Queen called We Are the Champions. At the end, they say, we are the champions of the world. They don't actually say that. They don't say we are the champions of the world? They say we are the champions at the end. They don't say of the world. Yeah, they do. No, what? they don't. It, like, echoes. Yeah, they, echoes. Yeah. No. And that's the official, like, Yeah, song. I'm really sorry. That was them. Yeah. I'm really sorry. Hey, that's fucked. I know. When I found that out, I was like, nah, 
They're lying. <laughs> so I don't know where that came from. Maybe maybe there's like a remake of that song or something. And no, someone I did remember a... it in their voices though. Yeah. Exactly the way Abby said it. Maybe it was like one time performance. I don't know, but that's that is like a mandala yeah, effect. Yeah, maybe it but... was like a live performance or something. Maybe, but like. But that so many mm-hmm. people like remember hearing. That well, that's how we sing the song, yeah. you know. Not that we sing it a lot, but. <laughs> I, sing yeah, I sing it every day. morning. Right before yeah. I power down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The um, other one that I wanted to talk about was the Illuminati. All I know about the Illuminati, this is something that I used to watch like YouTube videos on all the time in high school. I started getting really interested in it. So basically the Illuminati, if you don't know, this is another common one. It's believed to be like a secret society of the elite that like a lot of celebrities are a part of it. So it is fact that the Illuminati has existed. It was established in Germany in like the 1700s and then um, something to do with like the church or like conservatives or something was like, yeah, we don't like this. Um, You can't be a group anymore. So then they went like private and it became like a secret group. So that's for real, but people believe that they still exist today. And because it's not really clear like what they do, they have a website and stuff, but it's very vague. I think a lot of people think that it's like satanic or that there's really evil roots to it. And there's a lot of really powerful people that are believed to be in the Illuminati. So like like presidents and like really high up political figures and then a lot of celebrities. I know some of the most famous ones that are like believed to be in it is Beyonce is the first one that comes to my yeah, mind. Yeah. And then like Jay-Z, um, Lil Wayne, like Katy Perry, Madonna, like Kanye, all those kind of... Yeah, Lady Kanye. Gaga. Yeah. All those Anyone who does don't. that triangle symbol. Yeah, exactly. So, like, the triangle, or, like, it's technically, I think, like, the pyramid with the eye in it mm-hmm. is the symbol for um, Illuminati. So, a lot of celebrities, you can easily see it by looking it up. So many high-up high, high up celebrities will do, like, the triangle figure with their hands, or they'll use, like... At a Jay-Z concert, you literally do yeah. this. Yeah. That's his thing. Like, yeah. Yeah, and then... The other symbolism is, like, the eye, so a lot of people, like, putting, like, the image of the eye over their eye and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Our um, podcast cover is the Illuminati. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Didn't even think of that. <laughs> so, one example that comes to my mind right away when we're talking about that is, I remember there was this music video, and I don't remember the song, maybe you guys, probably not, but maybe you guys would remember. It was this music video that Lil Wayne put out, and it was when we were in high school, and in the music video he was in a movie theater and then he started like shooting in the movie theater like in the music video so he's like sitting in the seat and he's rapping and whatever and then he starts shooting and i don't remember the exact number of people but like a certain amount of people let's say like six like drop dead and then it like goes into the next scene and whatever and then literally i think it was one week after that music video was released there was a movie theater shooting mm-hmm. in the united states and somebody went into the movie theater and shot six people dead mm-hmm. so it was like the exact number of people that he put in his um music video right so just like creepy things like that yeah. that's kind of one example and like lil wayne is well known in the music video he was also like putting up the triangle hand gesture there was like a lot of symbolism of illuminati in that video as well so they kind of think that like basically these celebrities have to 
kind of the the path that I've read that makes the most sense to me is that like if you want to become a celebrity and you can somehow get in with the Illuminati they have like evil intentions and they want to control the masses through these highly influential figures so they'll be like you know we can get you high up in the music industry or we can make you like a famous actor or whatever but you're gonna do like what we tell you to do and you're going to like enforce the rhetoric that we say because they want to have this like really large influence and I think that if they don't do it then you could be risking your life basically so they kind of get themselves in these situations where they could say like okay, like, Lil Wayne, we want you to go out and you have to do this music video and you have to, like, warn that this is going to happen and just that kind of stuff, like, instilling fear. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what I think. And that kind of ties into, I don't know if you guys have heard of, like, MK Ultra mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Have you, Will? I don't think so, no. Okay. So basically, yeah, what I was saying, like, the New World Order is what it would be called with the Illuminati, which is, like, total totalitarianism and having complete control over the masses so mk ultra this is a existing there's there's facts on it and everything online this is an existing cia mind control project that was designed to help the usa win world war ii so this is like a genuine project they're not hiding it from anyone they were trying to do mind control during world war ii uh to help them in the u.s to help them win the war and apparently they, like, ended it. But a lot of people think they didn't end it. They think it was actually successful and they did figure out mind control. And because the Illuminati does, is, like, everything, everyone in power would basically be a part of it. They think that the Illuminati uses mind control on, like, celebrities and on these people of influence. And this is where it starts to get a little crazy. I, I don't know if you guys have seen any videos of these examples, but there are some really crazy videos of celebrities out there where they're like on camera and they just look like literal robots. Oh yeah, I've seen. Yeah, yeah I've seen one specifically of Beyonce during a performance. Oh, okay. Kind of like... Zoning out. Yeah, it looks like she's... Yeah, I guess malfunctioning. Out. Yeah, malfunctioning. Yeah. So I've seen a few different ones. So there's a few of them where you could like reasonably argue that they're on some sort of really sedative drug, like that they're drugging out and they're starting to like nod off and stuff. For some of them, that makes sense. But there's other ones where you could, you could not argue that. Another thing with the mind control is that some people believe that there's like trigger words. So that would be um, really, really specific words that the people who instilled the mind control in them, they would use these really specific words as a trigger so that um, the people who are under the mind control can start, like, receiving commands. Hmm. Um, because you're obviously not listening for commands 24-7. You just do what anyone says. So it's, like, a really specific set of words. So there was one. Who was it? It was some man, like an older man, a really famous actor. Anyway, he was doing an interview, and the interviewer was saying, like, oh, you know, like, they say in Christian school, like, something, something, the Holy Ghost. And when she said the Holy Ghost, his, he was, like, talking and laughing and being normal. And he literally, like, froze and just started looking straight forward. And his face was just frozen. Like, he wasn't moving at all. And then they kind of, like, at, like after a bit, they kind of, like, bumped him on the shoulder. And then he was kind of like, oh, yeah, like, blah, 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 and went back to normal. 
But it was a very specific, it was as soon as she finished saying the Holy Ghost that he, like, froze up. Where are they getting these mind controls from, though? Are they, like, because they're computer-operated people? Or because they're going back to the computer simulation for the 15th time? Well, basically, like, I don't know exactly how MKUltra works. I don't know if you do. I know that the techniques that they used were, at least back when it was not a secret thing, the techniques they used were really unethical and, like, gross. It was... Like, different forms of torture, sexual abuse, electric shock, different... They would inject you with different drugs or chemicals and try things like that. Right. I don't know. We don't know, like, how far it comes in. Yeah, Yeah, because it's all, like... If I think it's still happening, but if it is, then it's all, like, secret, so we don't know exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, if they were under mind control, like, yeah, we don't know exactly how they would be doing it, but... I don't know. And then you see a lot of, like, yeah, Beyonce is the main one that comes to mind. Uh, I saw one of, like, Eminem, all this kind of stuff. And it's like, they could be on drugs, but I've never seen anyone on drugs act exactly like that, where they're literally just completely, they look like they're just glitched out for so long. Yeah. Hmm. Glitch in the Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. And then another theory related to that is that, like, if a celebrity becomes too difficult, and I fully, like, I, I fully believe this, if a celebrity becomes too difficult, so, like, say if you join the Illuminati so that you can become, like, a famous musician or whatever, you're Beyonce, and you want to get out there, and then you're like, ah, uh, I don't really want to do this anymore, like, I don't believe in what it promotes, like, I'm not gonna do it, and you can't force me, I believe that they, like, kill them, mm-hmm. and replace, and, like, clone them, and then kill them, because we know, first of all, I don't know why anyone doesn't talk about this, we know we can clone, they've cloned lots of things before, and everyone just seems to be ignoring this, they've cloned living beings. Yeah, Dolly the Sheep. Yeah. Yeah. Hello? Like, Obviously, there's human clones around here. I fully believe that if they're being too difficult, they just off them, like, kill them. What what can anyone else say about it? Like, for example, if it's Beyonce, that's the one that I definitely think she's a clone. I don't think the Beyonce we have today is the real Beyonce. I think she's a clone. And then what can Jay-Z do about it? Because he's also part of the Illuminati. If he says something, then he gets killed too. Yeah. Like, there's no... And it's all secret. Like, there's nothing that you can do. But, yeah, there's a lot of people as well who think that they're, like, cloning anyone who just becomes non-compliant and then killing the real one. And then, like, the clone just takes their place. I don't know what other examples are of this, but I know for sure, like, when you look at videos and photos of Beyonce, she's, like, not the same person at all. Yeah. I really don't like that. The cloning. That makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. That makes me uncomfortable like the simulation makes you uncomfortable. But you think like <laughs> that these clone, like, I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about this cloning situation. <laughs> but the thing is, like, okay, so the simulation, that's 100% possible. But there's no way to prove it yeah. ever. We know for sure, 100%, that they've created clones of animals. Right. So they... 100% can of human beings too. of human beings so like I feel like if you think that they're just not like uh, why wouldn't they why wouldn't yeah. they yeah. obviously they are like they're not going to tell us that yeah that's probably what they're doing in area 51 
is creating a bunch of clones. Yeah. Ew, that makes me so uncomfortable. Oh my god, Abby. <laughs> Mom, can you come pick me up? My friends are being scary. <laughs> Abby, can you tell me what you had on the Illuminati? Like, I know that there was also parts about, like, the Freemasons and stuff, but I don't really know anything about that. Yeah. I basically have the same, and know the same stuff about the Illuminati that you mentioned, that they're trying to control world affairs, influence politics, and create, like, a new world order. And, And a lot of people believe they're closely tied with the Freemasons, which is actually a an organization that's older than the Illuminati. No one really knows when it first originated, I think, but it definitely is older than the Illuminati. And back in the day, it was more prominent and more well-known than the Illuminati was. Today, I feel like everyone knows about the Illuminati. And right. And not a lot of people know about freemasons or know that much about it but basically it's like it's also a secret society it is a fraternal organization so uh only men maybe now they allow women i i don't know probably not probably not i actually i do know that they someone high up in the freemasons recently i think maybe two years ago said that if you joined Freemasonry as a man and transitioned to a woman, you don't have to leave. You can stay. Yeah, that's good. So, but good on them. That's very progressive yeah, of them. Yeah, that is very progressive of them. But it's very similar to Illuminati in the sense that they're trying to influence world affairs. Maybe not on the same scale as the Illuminati, but... What Freemasonry is, is you join this brotherhood, basically, you go up in levels, I think they're called degrees, and depending on what lodge you join, so there, I get each, there are different lodges, which are different units of Freemasonry, I think, or different units of the group, and depending on which one you join, there are different degrees so some of them only have three degrees and then at the end you're a master mason or something like that and then one of them um the scottish one i think it's the scottish right or something there's 33 degrees and i think that one is the one that most people know about because a lot of i've heard a lot of people call it the 33 degree freemasons i'm assuming that's the one they're talking about but there have been a lot of famous people and famous politicians that were Freemasons. Some of them, George Washington, Hmm. Ben Franklin, Franklin, uh, two founding fathers, Winston Churchill, J. Edgar Hoover, who founded the FBI, Mark Twain, the author, Mozart, uh, Steve Wozniak, the co-founder of Apple. Yeah, all these men are known Freemasons. Do the Freemasons still exist today? Yes. And do they basically, like, what is their goal? Do they have, like, the same goal as the Illuminati? Like, Um, is there the same kind of... I think it's, like, when you first... Basically, anyone can join. I think Illuminati is a lot more exclusive. Right. (laughs) Who Who they allow to join. 
And I'm assuming the Illuminati approaches you and asks you to join, like you don't go to them. On their website, there's a form you can fill out to apply to be part Oh, of the really? Illuminati. Did you apply? No, but I saw it, and I'm like, how many of these people actually get <laughs> let in yeah. to the Illuminati? Like, what's even the hmm. pro- point of having this form? Yeah. I don't have much going on. Maybe I'll apply. <laughs> Send in a See cover letter. Yeah. Hey, girly, just wondering <laughs> if I could join. Please hey, let Austin. me <laughs> let me know if you have any questions or concerns about my resume. <laughs> I look forward to hearing from you soon. Best regards, Lauren. <laughs> I think they'd love that. Yeah, I think so, too. I think that really, like, puts a, you know, yeah. target on my back in <laughs> the best way possible. Yeah. Freemason basically anyone can join the freemasons as long as you're not a woman as long as you're not a woman. basically any man can join the freemasons and i know i know of people who either are freemasons or have been a part of the freemasons because it is something you can leave personally you know people i know of people i don't know them. like a friend of a friend kind of thing yeah what the fuck yeah really yeah so what are their like What's their mission statement? So, <laughs> I honestly, I don't know, but I know that when you start off, it's more like a brotherhood. You're mm. helping out the people in your lodge, and you're um, like trying to frat. get... Yeah, it's basically a frat. And you are trying to work your way up the degrees or the ranks. And then after you get to a certain point, I guess maybe after they trust you enough, they start letting you in on what's really going on like underneath the surface and start telling you about things all the secrets yeah all the secret things the things that maybe they're trying to their goals basically and how you need to help them achieve those goals um how cute would it be if the freemasons (laughs) had banks and levels like a frat that is so cute do they have those in frats or just sororities just sororities (laughs) oh that's cute like a sorority so what are the different degrees? Like each degree, like do you either study or do you like go kill someone? Like what's the? <laughs> we who, don't know. We don't know. Maybe uh, maybe the higher up you go, you have to kill someone. But it's like the Hell's Angels. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> yeah. There's maybe I think it's more of like a study kind of thing. The first few degrees, and then you have like a ceremony and a ritual that happens. Um, yeah. Blood sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> and then you move up. A rank and hmm. then they the lodges the people in the lodge meet quite often and just like hang out and i i read that they do like lessons i guess but lessons about freemasonry and what they believe their values their morals which should hmm. now be your values and morals that's really interesting though i've never heard of freemasons mm-hmm. why is it called freemason they don't know. Okay. We don't know. So there's a lot of things we don't know. Yeah. Well, I guess that's the point. It's a secret society. Yeah. It's like yeah. the little tidbits we get here and there. Like, yeah. the Illuminati could be something totally different. And this is just like the information but that, that yeah. been, has been passed around from. Oh, also, you know how the Simpson episodes predict a lot oh, of yes. Yes. So the creator of the Simpsons, I can't remember what his name is. Do you guys know? No, I don't know no. what his name is. Um, he is apparently a Freemason. Which makes sense because if it's predicting these things, yeah, if these episodes are predicting these things, it might be because the Freemasons are the ones that are controlling it because they supposedly work so closely with the Illuminati. 
to create a new world order. That makes me nervous. Yeah. Well, that's crazy because The Simpsons has been like so specifically spot on. Yeah. Even with the stuff about George Floyd, like recently they had a not they didn't recently have an episode, but the officer had his knee on the in the cartoon exactly the way, and then like had like signs. I can't remember what the signs said, but justice for George or something like that. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Or even that one scene that played out exactly the same way where. Trump was going up the escalator. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he's wearing the like a blue suit and red tie, and there's some there's people on the background, and it's in a mall, I think. There's people in the background. Someone's holding a sign, and the episode shows exactly that him in a blue suit or black yeah. suit or something, red tie, some like a bunch of people behind someone holding a sign, and I'm pretty sure the sign even says the, the same, same thing. Yeah. That's so crazy, and that I feel like that makes sense now that you say that the Simpsons creator is like a Freemason. Because I was like, how do how yeah. do they have all the answers? Yeah, but if I mean, still. Yeah, but if if he's a free, maybe he's probably high up in the Freemasons, yeah. and with that, yeah, they kind of create the the new world order. Like what's what's yeah. happening? They kind of decide the the fate of the world yeah. almost. This is why I started it all out with. Like, there's so many things that just don't make sense. Like, I just don't understand so many things. And there's no, like, real answers to these things. Like, people don't have, like, collective answer, like, why certain things happen. Mm -hmm. There's just too many spooky goings on. Very spooky. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I think that kind of wraps up everything we wanted to talk about today with our special guest, Abby, when... Um, we wanted to have her on to talk about synesthesia especially and then of course Freemason so I feel like I learned a lot in today's episode which was cool and I hope you guys did too we can definitely do more episodes about conspiracy theories because there are so many and that are so interesting that yeah you could really take a deep dive into like all the different topics there are but That's all we have for you for today. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Two Woke Girls podcast. We release new episodes every Monday at 8 a.m. wherever you listen to your podcasts. Don't forget to rate and review on um, Apple Podcasts. Follow our Instagram at Two Woke Girls Pod. It's always in the show notes. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.